0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 115 of the Sports Fist. I forgot to think of a new name. Stu is with me. Hi, Stu.
2: Hey, Brandon. Uh, how's it going?
0: You forgot to think of a new name as well. I blame both of us 50%. Are you willing to get in in the 50% in the in the pit with yeah. me?
2: Had, yeah. Had I known that um, I was supposed to come up with one, I would have come up with one. But you know, people request a lot of things of me. Rand today asked me if I could do a story on the... Uh, um, there, apparently there were some bros who took out that like Loch Ness monster thing on Lake Calhoun or whatever. Yeah, are you familiar with? I I had no idea it was going on. Um, so I need to like carve out some time this weekend to do a little piece for. I haven't. I don't think I've written for written for Rambo like twice since I started the new gig. So um, I may need to contribute that to the uh, Ball for next week or something
0: i would say you're the preeminent satirist of minneapolis Uh, of uh, of
2: local uh, of local dumb shits yeah um (laughs) It was it wasn't it just like you know bros in like board shorts were trying to climb this like dragon thing and broke it is that basically I don't know the
0: details but I can't imagine it's anybody else but bros in board it was shorts all guys there's, there's named, I mean there's not like any well meaning dads doing it there's not any old people children probably have better things to do it's only a bro activity
2: It was all guys like Will and Braxton and Bringden and you know all, all last names as first-name guys. Brayden
0: like, with three know,
2: Ys. Exactly. From Medina or, you know... They're all from Medina. Shoreview or something like that. Yeah. No this, one yeah, from Patrick
0: this, Henry yeah. has the time no. to go to hang out on Lake Calhoun no. and climb on a goddamn Nessie or whatever no, it they're is. Work,
2: they're working like two jobs in the summer trying to, you know, get by instead of having, you know, their trust fund paying for all their...
0: They're frying up I mean, Wing Street yes. wings.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. Wing Street wings. I, uh, oh, I'll this will him. be uh, coming. To, this will be coming tomorrow. I did a, I did a uh, actual a field piece for one of our podcasts that you can get podcast network. Uh-huh. Um, I went. St. Cloud has one of those Pizza Hut sports bars now. Uh huh. So I actually went and uh, gave it a look see today. And uh, you ever been to a Buffalo Wild Wings, Brandon?
0: Sure, sure have.
2: Hey, you bet. And you've been to a Pizza Hut sports bar? Oh,
0: just copped everything from
2: Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, well, again, it's not. It's not like Buffalo Wild Wings had anything new. They just, you know, made a big, big, giant space with giant TVs and a bunch of wings and like, you know, a bunch of yellow fizzy domestic beer. And that's basically what Pizza Hut did. They just, you know, have their Wing Street wings are more prominent than they would be at a regular Pizza Hut. Yep. But they still have the, you know, they sell the pizza. They didn't have the hot dog pizza. Oh that was damn! Disappointing because I mean that's my theory that America is completely broken is supported by the fact that there is a hot dog pizza available for eleven ninety nine and it wasn't there. But um, so,
0: are you more disappointed that America offers that pizza or that it wasn't there and you couldn't try it?
2: Um, boy, I, that's a good question. I, <laughs> I, I it's just, that it's, it's like you know. Straight, like sniffing the sour milk, you know, you know, you know. It's probably you know sour, it's bad, but, you, gotta, but yeah. you know it's bad. But you got to make sure. It just, and it's it's exactly like that. So. But yeah, I checked it out, and um, and the funny part is, this was informed um, sportive listener uh, WX underscore Dave, who's also a St. Cloud resident. Sure. Um, reminded me that this is in the. Uh, it's like a student housing complex right by campus. And the apartments above that are um, alcohol prohibited since they're owned by the university. So this place should be a huge money maker during the school year. Just it's the only spot those, for them to. It's the only spot for them just to get their drank on. And I don't know if you know this about Saint Cloud State, but Saint Cloud State students sometimes like to get their drank on.
0: Oh yeah, they're not studying then all day long.
2: Um, oh, you I mean you know. They've never they've never burned dinky down to the ground, I guess <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, um, They do they do all right for themselves in the uh, you know mild collegiate mayhem. Right. But yeah, I went I went to that today and I'll be um on the uh TVTL podcast that I co-hosted a couple of times so it's a special field correspondent.
0: You're a field correspondent for Outstate Minnesota. When they open yeah. a Pizza Hut sports bar, Stu exactly. is there.
2: I'm there. It's a mile from my house. There was really no excuse for me not to go.
0: Did yeah. you put uh, Rob Thomas on the jukebox?
2: I did not. I did. I was. I was there for an hour. I was like, I got there about two two thirty after the lunch rush, and there was... I was literally the only customer there the entire hour I was there. <laughs> Did you
0: bring your uh, your little tiny notepad that flips open, like... And, like, your uh, fedora and your newsman hat
2: and... <laughs> my snap-brim hat and my short sleeve button-up dress shirt with a black tie.
0: I'm no, here I to I write don't... an article, see? Yeah. <laughs> One of everything. What are
2: you hiding? Yeah. Don't give me a line, mister. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was... Uh... It was, you know, it was a, uh, it was a Buffalo Wild Wings, but the pizza in the title, and that's that's my that, there's the nickel version of, and I know there's one in Minneapolis now. I don't know where it is, but it, there is one in Minneapolis. So.
0: It seems like that I would I would guess that that one probably wouldn't fare quite as well, seeing as how there's seven thousand restaurants in Minneapolis.
2: Yeah, I I. I I worry that that concept may not... Unless they have it, like, right by campus, like the one in St. Cloud is, that might be a a hard spell.
0: It might work up in uh, North Dakota where that Maryland lady lives.
2: Oh, yeah. In Grand Forks? Grand Forks? Yeah. Yeah, that'll work there. She'd love it.
0: Warm breadsticks?
2: Warm breadsticks breadsticks wrapping
0: around a hot dog on top of a pizza.
2: That's the dream. Yeah, I had... Oh yeah, that's that's good. I didn't want to have a whole pizza until a lunch buffet had already been packed up and put away. So I had um, pizza rollers because you know pizza rolls are awesome. Sure. And, um, shout out to our shout out to our General Mills listeners.
0: Yeah, um, we got a couple.
2: But yeah, we got a couple. Um, but uh, they're not the same as pizza rolls. They're basically like if you like you're trying to make a calzone and got just super fucking frustrated and just rolled it all up <laughs> and threw it in the oven. Fuck so, so this. it comes out like a yeah, it comes out like a crescent roll basically. And it's just got, you know, your your, your red sauce and your cheese and inside of it. They're not you know, it's pizza, so it's good. It's fine. Yeah,
0: it's bread pizza. and pizza sauce and cheese. You yeah, can't I really mean, ruin sweet. it.
2: No, you really can't f it up. I mean it's 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 fine. It's pizza. So just enjoy it and um Go, go to your uh, Pizza Hut sports bar and uh, have a good time. But yeah, there, I'll be, I'll be t- discussing it on that podcast. It'll probably be a blog post, it, I took if you can believe that I took good pictures of it, that's amazing. A sports bar, but yeah, so I can't wait tomorrow.
0: to see you. This expose of the <laughs> Pizza Hut sports bar.
2: <laughs> this expose, uh, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll, that'll, that'll move the internet.
0: On the topic of Crescent Rolls, um, I'm really excited that all the new restaurants in Minneapolis seem to have a really good burger.
2: Yeah, that's the big thing. Because I always have all... I mean,
0: I guess it's probably a very common thing, but I've always loved burgers like most people. And I yeah. felt like it was always embarrassing to order a burger at a restaurant. And now I love that it's it's okay to do that and you're not just going to get some bullshit like uh, pre-made patty or whatever. But I feel yeah. like we've... We've got enough burger bars now in Minneapolis. I think the the next <laughs> horizon I'd like to see is a uh, is a fancy restaurant to to tackle pigs in a blanket.
2: <laughs> that would
0: Wouldn't that be um, awesome.
2: I would assume it would be like something like the New Bohemia type of place. It's like that's like specializes in like the sausages and the and stuff. Yeah, imagine Butcher and the Boar
0: taking be, on pigs in a blanket. There
2: you go. That, that's the other one. Yeah, you would think that's got to be. But it's comfort food, and you can really, you know, obviously if you do the, you know, our sauce is. and maybe like a, a some sort of get a good pastry chef on, on the payroll and go from there, I think it's <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, it's just a great vehicle for any sort of whatever condiment you want as well. Like, I'm obsessed with yellow mustard. It's like my favorite thing. So oh, yeah. make pigs in a blanket and I'll just have like half of a bottle of yellow mustard just for that.
2: Frenchies uh, or pockets.
0: You know, I'm actually pretty agnostic. I'm okay with either one of them. This is not like a Hunts versus Heinz ketchup thing, which we all know the answer to that. Um, Hunts is bullshit. Yeah, of course. It's uh, bullshit and worthless and should be illegal, actually. Yeah. I, w- I would get up and leave any home that I went into that had Hunts ketchup. <laughs> I don't trust those people. I have no idea what on earth they would, what else, like what's in the water, what's, you know, how unsanitary it's, it they're, is. They're
2: probably one of those, like, you know, people who are fluoride troopers. you know, it's like, eh, yeah. I, the government's putting fluoride in your water, that, that's, that's for mind control. That, that, that's what goes into Hunts right there, everybody.
0: I see Hunts in the refrigerator, and I pull the Woody Boyd, no sudden movements, <laughs> as I slowly back out of the door. <laughs> done with conversation if my coat's in there I'll buy a new coat I'm out of that Huns household but no Plotchman's and um, well actually they're all even off brand I'm fine with it all yellow mustard even brown mustard they're all great to me so that's why I really want pigs in a blanket to take off just so I can have another excuse to just pound mustard at a restaurant do
2: you like uh, sweet mustard sweet hot mustard sweet hot mustard
0: Uh, sweet hot mustard. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's a little it's a little funky for me. I'm also not a huge fan of honey mustard. It's okay, but um, anything involving mustard seeds, too. I'm all about it. I'm about that
2: life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I like the sweet hot mustard in like you know measured portions. Sure, certainly not like not in replacement like on a hot dog. Or like a bratwurst or anything like that. It's more of a. It's more of like you know, you have a meat and cheese tray, with a little dab of it, then your ritz cracker and little piece of ham or something. Of course, when you have and
0: a flavorful meat or bun, that's a nice little compliment.
2: But everything like right
0: yellow there. mustard, I wanted to overtake every single thing that I'm eating. I just, I would eat it with a spoon.
2: I don't blame you. It's, you know, it's a, it's like it's it's secretly the best compliment. I don't think anybody. Disagree. I mean, that's obviously saying what a best comment is. We'll, you know, start the internet on fire. If you're
0: like, yeah, I would never put yeah. this in print. I can't even imagine yeah. the, the the hell I would take for that. But I just feel like we've got almost every other food that's awesome figured out. Like, we got a lot of good pizza places. We have shitty barbecue. I'd love to get that figured out at some point. But a specific food, I just I can't imagine anybody turning their nose up if you bring out a plate of pigs in a blanket. I can't imagine anybody being like, ah, I don't know. Not for me. You put those <laughs> out at a party, they're the first thing gone. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's my I mean, life experience. Yeah.
0: Um, what were we supposed to be talking about, Stu? Oh, so I should say, this after this 13-minute introduction, uh, Clarence and John are not here. Both of them are hoping to dial in at some point. Um... Your uh, internet connection is going haywire, Stu. So this is not—it's not our best start. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little fuzzy. Um, but they're hoping to call in at some point, and we'll see what happens. Uh, we are—you're in a—you're in like a some sort of storm, I think, at this point. Are you having St. Cloud storms?
2: No, there are no storms yet. Huh. Although they get cloudy out before the sunset, so um, I am. You no, know, I have my phone on me here. Let me pull up my weather app, and I'll tell you. Oh, great! We are, we, are, we are supposed to get storms overnight I hope, I hope our listeners Who are listening to this in the morning Know that, <laughs> that I hope the that people that are listening are coming right now.
0: There's That's no the, better uh, Update than what the weather was like The day before you're listening to something <laughs> Pre-recorded uh, just, weather
2: That's, There that, to be some, some that, Strong storms Down by Marshall and Hyde Oh they're okay Pretty far away
0: Good to know. Good to hear. Um,
2: oh, I'm oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. There's also some up by Rosa. So it's pretty wide wise. Oh, boy. The codes are all No more. Which is fine. I mean, you know, it's not fine.
0: Still, so you've got about every three words are, are understandable really? at this point. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening. Um,
2: Should I try um, calling using my phone instead of the laptop?
0: Yeah, let's give that a whirl. We're going to give this a pause, and then we'll call, and then we'll be right back. One second. What
1: was the first 13 not good?
0: The fir- uh, I'm recording again. Uh, okay, so Stu has dropped out. Clarence has tapped in, uh, and you asked the question, was the first 13 minutes good or not? You'll know tomorrow when you listen to this. It was solid fucking gold, Clarence. It's the greatest 13 minutes we've ever done. Unfortunately, Stu's connection cut out and he's, uh, I don't know, he's throwing his uh, computer into the crick as we speak.
1: It's crappy structure. It's structure at the bottom of the crick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Stu is bad at the internet and you're bad at showing up on time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: John is just bad uh, at understanding what day it is, apparently, because he never showed up. So um, now well, that we're here. I already got my theory of um, of how important the next wave of uh, fancy food. Right now, burgers are in. I think the okay. next the next phase should be pigs in a blanket.
1: What? Okay, I'm, no, I'm going to keep an open mind on this. All right, yeah. go ahead.
0: Because they're great. It's very good, and it's just a vehicle for your favorite condiment, and just to crush whatever it is that you care about the most, condiment wise. So we got that out so, of our systems. What, do you have any follow up questions to that?
1: I guess I don't understand why pigs in the blanket is the top of the mountain for being a vehicle for your favorite condiment. I mean like french fries. You know, now that's that's just a you can set your fucking watch by french fries being a vehicle for your favorite condiment. Perhaps you're a psychopath and you like mayonnaise. French fries. Perhaps dip them right into the mayonnaise.
0: If you're a oh. psychopath.
1: Ketchup. Which, like a regular person that's French fries and ketchup that's forever decades Not why, why would pigs in, the, pigs in the blanket like hot dogs rolled up in bread that's what you're talking about right yeah two
0: reasons number one uh, it's, a, it's a frontier that hasn't been traversed yet I think if you get a great chef on a pigs in a blanket it's going to blow your mind Great sausage, great bread, it's gonna be unbelievable. So right. it's new. Um and number two, I love French fries, but there's a there's a mm-hmm. ceiling to a French fry, whereas I'm not sure there is a ceiling to a pig's in a blanket. We don't know how good they can be.
1: You you don't know. We don't have anybody it's who's good at cooking ever tried that. You just like new and innovative. That's that's Brandon, that's you.
0: New, different, contrarian, and weird. Yeah. If it's common, right. I don't want to be a part of it. If it's liked by the masses, I have to say it's terrible. Hmm. That's how I. That's how I roll. That's how I. My brain works. All right. Uh, no, I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of upside, if you will. There's a high ceiling to a pigs in a blanket. Um. You uh. You go to a regular party, and you have just uh uh whatever your standard s- snack bar food whatever. You throw some mm-hmm. pigs in a blanket out there. I've seen it in person. They're gone first. They're mm. they are com- they are absolutely murdered within seconds. Are so murdered? you take that general like by most people, and you put a good chef on it, bada bing, bada boom, we're millionaires. Mm. Anyway, it's been 18 minutes I, into I, the I, podcast, and we've only talked about pigs <laughs> in a blanket, and I've talked about it with two separate people.
1: This right, is I'm not going to be close to no, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Let's move on.
0: Okay, let's move on. What do you want to talk about? All right, I got a question for you. <laughs> I got a question for you. Um, Go ahead. This is non-sports related, and we're not gonna we're not gonna post this anyway. It's already this one's already over. Okay. So, um, talked to you a couple weeks ago through Twitter. Com, which is one way that we communicate, and it's great. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, and I think you may have been uh, a little facetious or maybe exaggerating a tiny bit, but I hope I hope not. You mentioned listening to a Jason Isbell song, um, "Children of Children" or something. That's true. Uh, and then you uh, admitted online that you just mm-hmm. started crying. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So so talk me through that. <laughs>
2: it's understandable. Okay, Stu's uh,
0: back. You can tell by the static, but he is back.
1: Stu's back. Uh, back. Walk you through that. Well, I was just mowing the grass. I had, uh, you know, they had on NPR, they had the live stream of the album about a week before it came out. And... uh I, that song just hit me in the right spot. It's about... Um, it is a song about uh, the years that you took from your parents and because you were born. Yep. The things that they couldn't do, which I know you can relate to. The things they couldn't do um, because just they had you.
0: Vacations, yeah. uh, <laughs> specifically random. dinners, orgies...
1: All of it.
2: And, All the stuff I that I used to do. the song
1: is really geared towards um, young parents. You know, yes. Jason Isbell and his wife, Amanda Shires, are, are both, I think their parents both had them when they were like teenagers. So, yes. the, you know, their angle on it is that not only did we take years from our parents, but they were like 17 when they had us. So it was um, their formative years we, yeah. we took from them. Yeah. Uh, that's the even bigger point to the song, but it really can apply to anybody. Um, I just say it was sad. It, and you were uh,
0: sad because those are years that you have lost to your goddamn <laughs> children, and you're like, what did I do?
1: Subconsciously, maybe I thought that too. Maybe that was part of it. Um, you know, it. his mother is, in the song, he, his mother is holding him on her hip. Um, she's squinting at the dusty... Angry planes It's just it was very stop. emotive. Stop he, it. He paints a stop <laughs> it. He paints a word a very good word picture. He's a very good songwriter.
0: Yeah, he's great with telling big stories with the brevity of like nine words.
1: That's exactly right. You know, not everybody has to be that way. I can appreciate, you know, hon- I don't know, honky tonk badanca right? Who gives a shit? You the can Humpty have fun Dance songs too. Um, yeah, Amen. Um, but he he is very good at just dropping you into a story too. You know, he, he doesn't have to work up. You know, give you the full background on the story. He'll just drop you right in the middle of a story, and uh, and still you feel like you're there. It's it's a hard thing to do, and he does it well.
0: So he does it well, um, and I didn't want to just uh, blow Jason Isbell, although that is one big component of our podcast. We do it all the time, mm-hmm. and he deserves it. Um, we talked about how uh, you are an admitted softy, oh, um, Pussy. He's oh, the there. biggest pussy in the world, and um, I've man. noticed that I am too. Um, before mm-hmm. I had kids, I was made fun of constantly by my friends as being like more of a like a robot essentially like just having zero emotions anytime anybody would mention something that involved emotions i just like i don't that doesn't it does not compute like i was a, it was an actual joke amongst my friends that i was a robot and i'm not anymore i'm a huge like any little thing will set me off whether it's it's uh, happy or sad there's just uh it's a thing about being a dad um mm-hmm. And a kid will tell you he loves you out of the blue, and all of a sudden, I am just like trying to walk into a different room and like biting my lip, just going like, "Oh my fucking
1: god, he's only three! What? What? What?"
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing, and and not only just the emotion about uh, being a little bit more on edge, um, happy and sad wise, but um, I find myself like wanting to hug my son a lot more than I was expecting to. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was going to be a thing that I cared about. Whatever. Sure. Um, but it's great and feels really good um, uh, any of, any sort of affection from your kid is uh, at least for me personally like wow it's you know it's great um, so I start to think back the thing I wanted to ask you about is I think back to the um, uh, Clarence knowing what I know about your dad he's a very uh, hard-nosed gruff sort of guy and I think about my grandparents I, I have a really young dad as well so I'm going to think more of like my grandparents generation um, the very standard stereotypical dad from that generation was uh obviously gruff is an understatement, but no hugs, no I love you's, no Never Nothing, Not right? Once.
1: I have Not never one. been hugged or told I'd love you once in my life.
0: Not once. No. Ever. Nothing. Ever. And and uh and even very rarely long. like uh <laughs> thank you. <laughs> even very rarely is there a uh from that generation of like a, a proactive phone call to see if you want a beer, right? So even that is a little too no. that's a little too even do you want to get a beer with me? I like hanging out with you. That's too much. It's already this he just will no have fucking way. My
1: mother call me to see if I want to go golfing with him. That's how it works. Yep. He won't uh, even do it himself. It's
0: it's too sentimental for them, right? It is. Yep. So So your and we're going to use your dad as stand-in for all dads at that age, because again, it's most of my family members as well, can't even say to your son, I like golfing with you. Do you want to go next weekend? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we're uh, 30 years later. I am mm-hmm. like just... Hugging my son every day. I'm telling him All I love time. him every single day. If he mm-hmm. says something out of the blue that's nice to me, I'm trying not to cry on a random fucking Tuesday at 7.30 <laughs> in the morning when we're on our way to school. You know? Um, mm-hmm. So, my question to you is, is this a change in in genetics? Or... Because I'm not faking it, obviously. <laughs> was there an entire generation or multiple generations of men who wanted to like hug their sons and tell them they love them and just have had to push that aside for their entire lives every single day just for like pride purposes I don't know that's fucking insane if that's true right
1: where did we learn it from I have no clue we didn't learn it from them I I don't either
0: it's the most the thing is it's the most natural thing in the world It's It's not something you can help or that you think about and go, you know what, I'm Mm going to make a... I'm going to decide today that I'm going to enjoy giving my kid a hug on the way to school. Mm -hmm. You don't. It's it's natural, genetic, biological, whatever you want to say. It's inside you, and that's just a natural, the most natural thing.
1: I don't have an answer. I assume that they just didn't, that they had to fight it or... I don't know, Brandon. I I have no idea. I can't put myself into their body. I don't know.
0: Well, either genetics or biology changed within a few years, or they're just being idiots, and they just are denying themselves that pleasure because it makes them look like pussies in a different way. Like, they don't um, want to look like it. And you and I are like, I don't give a shit. I love my son. Like, Love my kids. Tonight,
1: at the softball, we were at a softball game. Tonight, he's running by... And there's, you know, it's in front of the whole crowd. The whole crowd is there. He runs by and I grab him and I give him a big hug right in front of everybody. I didn't even think about it. I just, hey, come here, you know, give him a big hug. That's in front of dozens and dozens of people. Yep. Do you? So we're just talking about our two dads. Okay, maybe that's an anomaly, but can you ever recall any of your friends' dads ever just grabbing him and giving him a hug? I (laughs) I don't call it ever. It's god no. Then we're young. We're not talking about like in the forties. It's not like it's just us. I don't remember any of them ever doing it. Ever. So there
0: was a, two generations ago or a generation ago, 100% of dads refused to hug their kids. Mm-hmm. And now 100% of dads refuse to let their kids not hug them. Right? <laughs> That's How just, the fuck? Pretty much. This is just insane to me. And I think about wow. it all the time when I when I think about like... My grandparents or whatever just being like, all right, well, uh, call your grandma if you need anything or whatever. Like, they just don't want to <laughs> say anything. Uh And I yeah. just think like, dude, do you seriously not care or are you just pretending you don't care because you, you know, you think your war buddies are going to see you or something? I don't know. Hey, it's just a weird thing to have infiltrated an entire multiple generations of men. And not one of them ever was like, hey, uh... I don't want to sound uh, weird or nothing, but I actually love my kids. <laughs> like, nobody thought to just be brave enough or get drunk enough to be like, hey, you ever uh, ever hugged your son? Uh, it's amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know.
0: Uh, does, is this I'll, only fascinating to I'll, me? I'll, Do you, I'll, is I'll, is I'll, this a boring I'll, subject to you?
2: Seven or eight more lights deep, that'll happen. But that's really about it.
0: Well, that's something. I don't know. I just I'm trying to think of more like sociological like like a couple of generations ago they were so focused on you know trying to put food on the table and provide or whatever that maybe this is one of those uh, Maslow's hierarchy things of loving your kids is not something you maybe. actually can can think about when you when you have when you're in that brain space of survival mode. Well, I, it's I, the closest I, thing I can yeah. think. It's the it's the. That's it. But even that is kind of weird. But I suppose it makes a little bit more sense if, like, if you weren't around to actually like raise your kids a ton because you're at work and you're you know mm-hmm. on the farm or whatever the fuck they did. But even then, like, if my nephew comes up and wants to play catch, I'll tell him I love him too. Like, it's not just kids. Sure. It's not just your I, so.
1: And it's not. It's not like it was eighteen. 18- uh, Thirty-two. When seven out of eight babies died, yeah, wanna, exactly. like, get attached so I'm like, oh, I'm not getting attached to this one. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe you'll see you at your high school. Typhoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I don't have any answers. I, I, don't, I don't know.
0: And the problem is that we can't ever ask any of these guys because we, as no. now pussies, will be blubbering idiots no. within four seconds.
1: I think I'd rather ask him for money, which I would never do in a billion <laughs> goddamn years. Hey, why, really didn't ever, uh, why didn't you ever? Why uh, didn't you ever give me fifty bucks? Please, I, I, really, we're broke. I just, I, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I got that.
0: a, I don't know, a drug problem. I, uh, I don't know, <laughs> hookers. Just to, so many hookers. Uh, I don't know. I just, what's the least embarrassing thing here?
1: <laughs> Addicted I, to scratch ups. My God. I think hookers. He'd be like, "Oh, all right, yeah, fuck huh? it. I remember the war." Bet yeah, my money on worse things. A hundred. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I'm not asking. And I don't even know who to ask. Like, of friend, I, don't,
0: I just don't know any old guys to ask. I wish I, I wish I knew a couple. <clears throat> if there are any olds who are listening that can clue us in on why you're not, um. Sentimental well, or emotional to towards the children.
2: Here. Yeah, Where there's probably the no 80
0: year olds listening.
2: Well, no. John
1: Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> the giggly godfather. Yeah. He's in his 50s. Is it, Where's the watershed? He seems like a lovable guy. He probably, I think it's older than him. So the, the only. Threshold is older than him.
0: It's got to be 60 plus. My stepdad is, uh, and my dad too, I suppose they're both like mid fifties and they're right on the cusp of like, just realizing it's okay to be super into your grandkids, you know? So they've, they've had okay. a kind of, it's been kind of a funny transition watching it of like, Oh, Hey Rugrat, And then like, you know, trying to not whatever. And then like 12 seconds later, they're like hugging my kids, trying to take a nap with them, you know? Like, come on, let's cuddle, but I'll, I'll take a nap. So it'll be like, we accidentally fell asleep together.
1: So they're not like totally into it. I remember when my daughter was like four.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcarecom loss. That's plushcarecom loss. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness.
1: gave him a big hug i was right out in our front driveway i love you grandpa and the look at dad's face he just looked at me and he's like i'll buy her a car i'll buy what you want you can have anything you want right now he was so happy and caught off guard by it she's got me wrapped around her finger now i would what yeah what do you want i'll buy anything yeah oh maybe there's room there it just it caught him so off guard It just never happened, so they don't know how to do it. I don't know how, but then how do we know how?
0: Totally was not taught it whatsoever. I guess uh, maybe it's the Maslow thing. It's the only thing that makes any sense.
1: Television, like Alex Keaton's dad, uh, Michael. You know the not Michael Keaton. Fuck. uh, Family ties. What was he was very kind of a hippie and lovey dovey. What was his name (laughs) in the
0: show, or what was his real name? I can't remember
1: either. Michael Uh, Gross. Michael Gross, okay, that's... he. Do we learn from TV dads, maybe?
0: I don't know. I yeah, mean, I a know. bunch of things happen on TV that we don't mimic.
1: <sighs> that's
0: true. It's it's one or the other. It's either it's a Maslow thing where the less things you have to worry about in life, the more you can devote to things like that, or it's okay. uh, many generations of men where a bunch of idiots who refused to succumb to what they really wanted to do and I can't, I can't imagine that being true I have to imagine one of them would have broken down after a while and been like god damn it I love hanging out with my kids I want to maybe. do it more often back then they probably didn't like it at all it maybe just meant like well we're basically poor you're making it worse you're keeping <laughs> yep. the goddamn, I'm not. I'm not heeding the neighborhood idiot close the door that could be because there was a lot of like grumpy behavior and i you know and i think we all get grumpy at times with kids or whatever but back then it mm-hmm. seemed to be legitimately they thought that that was like keeping the refrigerator open too long was gonna like well no groceries this week That's sure but now it's just like uh just fucking
1: close the door man just close it so i don't know I wish I had more answers for it. It's an interesting question.
0: Okay, well, that's all I wanted was to ask an interesting question because uh, I've thought about it a ton, and it's just the weirdest thing ever to me, how different we are from our dads. Um, for one generation away, we're night and day, and that's just odd to me. There's no other scenario. Moms aren't a whole lot different, and if you look at like the workplace a generation ago from now, basically the same uh exercise that people did a generation ago, basically the same now. Almost everything is just a little bit different except dads. Dads are all softies now. Everything else is basically the same. And that's fascinating
1: to me. Are all your buddies the same way? I I suppose they are. Yeah. All mine are. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm probably... Oh, I'm a bigger pussy than any of them, but they're still kind of pussies.
0: Yeah. There's not one of them who's like refusing... And I have friends that are like... um, Maybe not as, as emotional or sentimental about their kids, but, but even that, the, the friend that I have that's the least sentimental is a thousand times more sentimental than my grandpa.
1: Good way of putting it. Absolutely.
0: So, so the only things that have changed from a generation ago is dads are crybabies and all of a sudden everybody uh, really loves food. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: People are taller.
0: People are taller, people seem to like be more like nutritious. Um we're living longer. Yeah. Yeah, I think in gener- in generalities things are getting a tiny bit better just just sort of just getting a little bit better. Like if li- a few less people are like dying of cancer.
1: Mm-hmm. Saving a few every year. That's great. Mhm. It is good. Um and some of some of them
2: Others, it's
1: not so good. Right. People don't wear cargo
0: shorts anymore. Yeah, there's fewer cargo short wears. I wore some tonight. You got a lot of stuff to put in pockets, man. Tons. Just a pack Um, of bubble gum. You got your slingshot, baseball (laughs) cards, live live frog. Tom Sawyer.
1: (laughs) Maybe Maybe you've been misled.
0: Pew Rocks. Just rocks. I don't know. Just some tw- some twine, little little roll of twine. Um, well, anyway, I just have always I've been thinking about that myself for a long time. So I'm glad I finally got to vent that one out because it it just it I'm actually but I'm a little bit sad that you didn't have an answer for me because it's just still going to be the most mysterious thing in the world. Um, but I might
1: have one tomorrow. Let me let me sleep on it. Stew on it.
0: Just stew on it a little bit and then get back to me. Maybe we can talk it out. Um, but I, I was about to bring it up on Twitter, and I was like, this is, sounds like a 75-tweet uh, conversation, yeah, and I uh, yeah. I don't have that time, man. I'm, you know me. I'm a 1,000 tweets behind all day, every day. That's how a I roll. Mover
1: and a shaker. No, you're a mover and a shaker. You're a pretty big wheel down at the big blue box.
0: I'm responsible for back to school, and we're in the heart of it. So, yeah, I'm pretty busy right now. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, uh. So we're obviously not going to post this because there's been no interesting things. But mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, oh, there goes Stu's Stu. Stu got hit by lightning. Oh, yep. Jesus! Again. Oh. So you know, one seems to be a good strategy to being a good pitcher in baseball is uh, get caught doing steroids. And sit out for half the year, mm-hmm. and then uh, come back just fresh as a daisy in July, Jeez. and maybe just start up on a different cycle at that point, and uh, and just go after it because Irv Santana, uh, he's a, he's a wily vet. He's been around the block a number of times. He's what thirty three years old, maybe mm-hmm. 31, maybe. younger than that. yeah, twenty thirty, 30 yeah. whatever. He's a veteran. Yeah, thirty something. And yep. he comes out and he's. Blowing 96 mile an hour, 104 Mm -hmm. miles an hour, whatever it is. Way harder than he's ever thrown in his whole life. A little bit weird. Uh, And just looks just fantastic. I don't know, man. Sitting out 80 games might be the answer.
1: Once you get tested, don't they put you on a more strict testing regimen? I mean...
0: I think so, but every time I think I know what the testing strategy is, I'll read a new... Report that just throws me for another loop. So I have no idea. I would think so. I don't know how he couldn't be. They're not going to be like, well, think, uh, yeah. we tested you in March, uh, guilty. We'll see you next March.
1: <laughs> that can't be it. That can't be it. <laughs>
0: That'd be weird.
1: Otherwise, everybody would do it like you're talking.
0: So okay. So let's say. So I was. I was, of course, uh, joking that he's on roids again, but he is throwing a lot harder. So maybe just the residual effects of those roids that he already got in trouble for. Maybe there's like a, you got caught, so finish your cycle.
1: Maybe. Why not? What's the downside? They're not going to be they, back next that's week. What I said. What, they got to test them more now. There's gotta, there's gotta, they have to test more once you get caught. They can't just stop testing. It doesn't work, doesn't work that way. Have you ever done steroids?
0: Um, no, I haven't. I had a friend who uh, did. Um, he's a pitcher, so he said it just didn't he said it helped a little bit but but um, not in a crazy way, but I never really asked him in detail um, about it but uh, no, no i haven 't but you know this I was... would do like half steroids if you could get steroids like in a pill, I would do them
2: you what mean the
1: you would have done them you just don 't like needles that was the biggest hurdle for you
0: no i just didn't know anybody who had them and uh, <laughs> i well i mean I played Adam. division two i I knew at that time already that the dream was over, like there was no sure. i'm i'm a five ten pitcher i'm not you know i'm not bucking every single odd in the entire universe to get somewhere uh, so I kind of knew that going into it, but I feel like mm-hmm. if I would have been. Uh, you know, if I would have gone to the Gophers and was, you know, a pretty good pitcher, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. um, I would have tried basically anything to be good. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why. I think that people who think that's weird, and it's not a big deal, but just don't have any concept of playing sports.
1: Yep, yeah, I think you're exactly right.
0: It's, there, you put your there heart are, and soul yeah. into something and it's all that you care about and think about and someone goes, this will give you an edge. Like, fuck yeah, fuck it. Yes, it will give yeah, me an edge I, mean, I will do it.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: This is not cheating like uh, uh, paying the other team to, to purposely strike out cheating. Like, mm-hmm. that's the, that's cheating. This is just an edge. Like, everything else is an edge. Stealing signs is an edge and... Uh, throwing a little bit of extra pine tar in your palm before you go out to pitch as an edge, and there's a million of them. So, um, but no, to answer it, no, I didn't do steroids.
2: But I just got what? PRP
0: in my elbow. That's a that's something. I mean, it's some may say pathetic as a 34 year old playing men's league baseball.
1: I don't think pathetic's <laughs> the word for it. I think unique. Is a good word. I don't think pathetic. Rare is the <laughs> rare. Rare. I really don't. I don't uncommon. I, yeah. yeah. But no, it really isn't pathetic at all.
0: You know, it's it's amazing what your brain can justify. I was like, you know what? It's you know, it's more just about being able to play catch with my kid, man.
1: Well, I think the toughest part is uh, I don't. The surgery doesn't surprise me. It's that you went through the the therapy, the physical therapy. I think would be the thing that it would put me all like, "Fuck! I no, I'm done. I can't do that much work. I'm just tired. I'm exhausted. I'm gonna go do physical therapy." That's what I think surprises me that you you put that time in.
0: Yeah. Um, the transition to and I I think I actually I probably talk about this too much the transition to being a good athlete to an old bad athlete is so much more painful than I thought it was going to be
1: painful physically or mentally, mentally,
0: mentally. physically. It's fine. It's exactly what I thought. You just get a little bit more sore or whatever, a little mm-hmm. harder to recover mentally. It is unbelievably difficult. And again, again, just grounding myself, division two athlete town ball. Like this is not whatever. No, it's not, not, not my actual day life, day or, but, yeah, uh, it's not life
1: and death. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but it's, uh, Jesus, it's hard, man. What do
1: you mean? Like you see uh, something you could have, is it like you could have made that pitch 10 years ago and now you just physically can't do it? Like there's a situation where you wanted to do something and you, I don't know, a bunt or something that was hit. Yeah, realizing your limits now
0: are different than your limits used to be. So, you know, 10 years ago, uh, fire as hard as I can an inside fastball. That's mm-hmm. not being touched. And now every once in a while I'll throw in a doodle, just like hit it into the gap. And I'm like, that is the best I can do. Stop hitting those twenty four year old. All right, we just had a uh, accidental pause once again. It's our third or oh. fourth tonight. Who the hell knows? I was, uh, I was talking about how sad I was that I'm uh, not twenty four years old anymore, which is a mm-hmm. which is a real bummer.
1: It's kind of been yeah. the theme of this whole this whole uh, podcast.
0: Growing up, uh, it sucks in some ways, but it's way better in most every other way. Any young people listening, it gets better. It's always getting better. I don't know. There's probably a peak at some point when you are going to look back and go, "I was actually happier x amount of years ago." I haven't gotten there yet. Right? Well that's good Are you, have yeah. you, Do you honestly look, look back to a certain age And go I was happier Maybe you were better in some ways right? Like you get out of bed without being sore You had uh, more freedom and free time But were you legitimately happier
1: I don't know No I wasn't It was a different kind of happy I think I don't even know if that makes sense You were happy about different things That's right yeah. I've always tried to be. Well, now we're getting into personal stuff. No, I'm not, I wasn't any happier. No, it's fine. Well, I think happiness is a lot of work. It's important to be happy around. It's important to be happy and not be a miserable person because who the fuck wants to be around a miserable person?
0: Yeah, and I think Even happiness. When you're not happy. It's a, it's a hard thing, too, because uh, happiness as a mood is almost the inverse opposite of happiness in your life in general like if you're just doing what makes you happy in the moment you're going to be a miserable person right Mm
1: -hmm. you're
0: never going to go make new friends you're never going to exercise you're never going to read a book you're never going to do anything besides if you're going to decide what you want to do right now it's some combination of uh, eating shitty food sitting Mm -hmm. on the couch drinking beer and doing whatever drug of your choice that's right. That's your mood happiness. And that's the, that's the quickest path to being overall depressed.
1: It sounds pretty awesome right now. Yeah. Yeah. what you pay it for?
0: I know people who do exactly what they want at all times and they're miserable. They're the saddest human beings mm-hmm. on earth. So it's a hard question to see like, when were you happier? Cause you're right. Like there were times when I could do whatever I wanted. So I was happy that day, but I wasn't happy with that life or whatever. Mm-mm. if that makes any sense. It does. And looking back on, on on the past, I always think, and I remind people when, when like family members or young people or whatever are asking me about like, well, you know, I I broke up with somebody. I want to get back with them. It's like, remember the bad times because you, when you look back, you only <laughs> remember the good times, right? So just remember That's the right. bad times. They're very important to remember. That'll help you feel better about today. Mm-hmm. Any other nuggets of wisdom, of life, life wisdom that we've got? Because <laughs> we're not posting this, so don't worry about it. There's no way
1: this thing goes live. Nah, I, Stu's a wise guy. He can, get any wisdom? The wise old um, owl, Stuart.
2: Let's see, if we talked about the uh, um, bar tour that I went on earlier, Lawrence, that you missed. I went to the uh, Pizza Hut Sports Bar
1: in St. Cloud. They have a sports bar that's a Pizza Hut?
0: Pizza Hut yeah, sports it's bar.
1: Con-
2: there's a new concept that they're trying out. I know there's one in Minneapolis. So there's one right by campus in St. Cloud now.
1: I've never heard of such a thing. Okay.
2: Yeah, so uh, it's, it's a Buffalo wild Wings of pizza, basically. Hmm. So I, I, I'm going to be on a podcast where I don't echo all the time tomorrow, so I'll talk more about it then. And I'll do a little write-up on it too it's Oh, this S- is a
0: tease. Stu's doing Stew an teased. underwater teaser. Uh, my
2: tease. <laughs>
0: teaser that. underwater.
2: <laughs> that, was, that was my day today. I a uh, secret uh, recon. I am cheating on uh, that. Yeah, my wife is asking me if I'm cheating on the sport. <laughs> I'm proud to say yes. I'm whoring myself out to another
0: podcast. You live <laughs> the life, you- Stuart. So you went yeah. to a Pizza Hut sports bar for your job. I made yes. and read seventeen powerpoints today, so we have oh, a wow. different life. So Are I'm jealous I'm, of you.
2: I assume Clarence drove to some like ditch in some county somewhere. I, I imagine uh,
0: Clarence doing a lot of like walking into a meadow and like just crouching down and like taking a few blades of grass. In between your fingers, and then looking to their horizon and going, You son of a
1: bitch. <laughs> you had it right. Just, I literally. You, you
0: could tell, like, there's something wrong with the grass seed in this meadow. I'm going to get you, Mayor.
1: <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, I literally do everything you said <laughs> truthfully. Right up until the son of a bitch <laughs> looking up at the horizon. but Right up until then, I, I do it all. I do exactly that.
0: Is there any discovery that you have, though, throughout the week when you're out, out and about where you just motherfucker this whatever DNR, I, regulation, yada yada. They fucked with told, the wrong uh, tree.
1: I have told this. I think I told Stu to this one time. Uh, yes, there are times where that happens. Uh, I had one time where I was uh, at a farm and a guy drove up in a uh, like a Honda Civic, like a, like a little tiny car. Yeah. 96 Honda Civic. And uh, he got out of the Honda Civic and he popped the trunk. And uh, out of the trunk came a boat. <laughs> <laughs> <I was going. laughs> what? And uh, he put the goat up on his shoulders, kind of like, you know, the front grabbed two legs and then the back two legs, grabbed them together, and then just flung it up on his shoulders and uh, walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that happens. Sure. My job. <laughs> <laughs> you just stand there with your hands on your hips. Huh? Go on. What? Huh. All right. Well, I'll be. <laughs> uh, yeah, things like that happen occasionally. But today I had the day off, so I
0: didn't work. Oh, good for you. What does a day off constitute for you? Again, we're not going to post oh, it. Don't worry about
1: it. I worked way harder today than I do any other day. Uh, got all the. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow. Going up north to the cabin.
0: Oh, all right. What's uh, it you, you uh, are? You a cabin mooch or are you a cabin renter? Mooch, you oh, the worst mooch, right? mooch you've ever met. Oh, absolutely. you show up and go. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to get groceries
1: on the way. Oh, we I
0: will write you a check. Oh, we forgot the checkbook. We'll get we'll closed. get you next. No. time. we'll get you next time. I got
1: uh, I got all the groceries today. I got all the beer. That was part of what I did. Mowed the grass, weed whip, got got the whole thing the whole yard ready for the, so that I can gun over the weekend.
0: And what city are you heading up to? Two Harbors?
1: Siren. No. Two Harbors is in a couple months. Siren is
0: Wisconsin, yes? That's correct. All right. What's your uh, weekend? Is that going to be a pontooning? Is it speed boating? Yes.
1: Tomorrow is uh, show up, throw some ribs on the the smoker rack, and uh, then hop in the lake right there by the dock and... uh, Case you know cooler a beer, um, keep an eye on the smoker, um you know, get out of the water every so often, go look at the temperature, make sure the ribs are all right, yep. and then and then eat the ribs about eight hours later that's the best the part
0: of smoking. I like cooking the ribs, but I for mm-hmm. sure like eating them,
1: Brandon, I got a little from last year's trip up there exactly one year ago. I got a little smoker story for you uh we we were we were smoking the ribs. We got one of those digital thermometers. Sure. And uh
0: therms is what I call them.
1: Oh, is that what the ter- the industry Millennials
0: these days, yeah.
1: So, we're sitting and drinking next to the smoker, staring at the digital thermometer and it's it says it's like, 78 degrees. Well, what the fuck? 70. But, you know, the smoke, smoke's coming. Smoke's coming out of the thing, out of the smoker. Open it up and it's warm and it's, you know, hot inside. It's not 78. What the fuck? 78, that doesn't seem right. Ah, well, maybe it's just heating up. Like, pretty heavy, like half hour, 45 minutes. Like, fuck, it's still 70. That's like the <laughs> air temperature. That's, good. That's what it is outside. It's <laughs> goddamn. Well, fucking needle is down in the sand. It's been in the sand it's for like sitting <laughs> just so drunk. <laughs> it's 78 you know it's 78
0: It's sort of feels like it's 78 now in general it's, what a weird coincidence it's
1: like 78 degrees outside <laughs> it's
0: like what is the point of having it in the should we put the ribs out in the
1: grass not cooking any faster <laughs>
0: yeah that
1: is so fucking stupid
0: well that's the dream okay. that oh, sounds like an gonna amazing so day it's going to be a hot one tomorrow I hope you stand up at some point and go man it's a hot one
1: Yep, we're going to do that. And then uh, eat the. Ribbons. Saturday, we go out to the island, which is like, uh, well, that's exactly how it sounds. You go take a tune out there, you park it, and then you just throw the football, crank some tunes. Well, you know. A lot of Bon Jovi. Maybe some Jovi, some Halen. BH, BJ, get them all, the classics never know what might. maybe a little stranglehold that'll probably that's a little later it's like dusk it's a dusk song
0: is there a uh version of stranglehold that i can buy that's not uh 23 minutes long no no, no why
1: would you want to do it's that it's just the one
0: why why would you i don't know man why would you want one shorter? what is the optimal uh drug to be on to enjoy a guitar solo Is it just weed? You just got to be like just high as fuck and just like, oh, oh, he's just jamming. Because sober, that's not fun at all.
1: So I've been to concerts and seen people at concerts uh, on on a variety of different drugs. And the happiest during a guitar solo seem to be people on weed. So I think you're right. That's probably the optimal, the optimal one.
0: Because it was there, everybody in the seventies was on something similar to to be into guitar solos. There's no guitar solos now. There's not really many not albums that met. you can buy that that are on the radio, at
1: least. That just not like, on pop music. No, they're around. No, they still have guitar solos. I suppose Israel's got a guitar. Children with a song we talked about tonight. Children and Children's. had like a two minute guitar solo.
0: Oh, that's too much. I'm out. Uh, to me, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, guitar solo is the equivalent of my generation—the super fast rapper. I think do you remember those guys? You know, like Twista. I do. You remember him? You were you were of the age when Twista was big, and you'd be like, "Oh, fucking listen to Twista!" And he's seven thousand words a second. And no, then after like your I ninth listen, you're like, "All right, I'm glad you can do that." I it's not enjoyable to me at all. Twista, just hmm. slow down, buddy.
1: I want to rap with you. I'll give you that. Very few guitar solos I, that I enjoy. Now, like Slash, November Rain. That's fucking awesome. Oh. Like, it's just soaring. Just soaring. Fucking, yes, oh my I God, kick open the so door when I hear good. that. Yeah, God, take my shirt off. Just throw it out the car window. But I don't need that anymore. Throw it right out the window. Why?
0: I'll never need it again. I just have to keep listening to November Rain, and I'll never ever need a shirt.
1: Throw the shirt out the window. Take the knob off the radio. Throw that out the window. Fuck it, don't need that anymore. Sorry, everybody
0: within a mile, you're all pregnant. (laughs) That's right. So Stu is still here, but I don't know if he's able to to chime in. I can
2: chime in. What's going on? What's going on?
0: I am curious about uh, the best guitar solo. Is it November rain? Because I have a vote, and my vote is "Can't You Hear Me Knocking"
1: by The Stones. Ooh. Hmm. Because I don't, I, I don't like good, other guitar solos. I think who's in a good position to answer this? I'll be interested to hear his opinion.
2: Golly, uh, <laughs> this is a really tough question. Um, I'm going to go where... Ah, this is so tough. Mandy, what's the best guitar solo ever? Oh, my wife is so cute. She just said November rain. Fuck fuck
1: yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Alright. I mean that's to me like top three for sure. But can't you hear me knocking is is really the only one nowadays that that I'll listen to.
2: Flash did not play on anything on Michael Jackson. Oh you know, black and white? Movie?
0: What in the boy she had me then she lost me.
1: Well, we all do things that
2: we regret. I mean if she said a uh, Eddie Van Halen solo beat it.
0: And Beat It? Really? Beat It By
1: the Michael Jackson
0: By the Michael Jackson, yeah No, I'm familiar with his work Um, I can't think of the
1: guitar solo I
0: wasn't going to I don't know if that (laughs) even constitutes a guitar solo To me a guitar solo is like uh, At least two minutes long Like it's just some long ass Something and For the the most part I just go "Eh, Not for me, I'm going (laughs) to fast forward You had a good riff And then you ruined it because you were so high
2: Okay, I'm going. Uh. Okay, I'm going to tentatively answer this and say it's a Prince's Solo, and I can never take the place of your man. But i to. do love. that uh, yep. song. I love that yep, song, yeah. song yep. so much. Yep. But I do, I, do need to research this because I need to give a better answer, a better, more informed answer, and I owe that to you, Andrew. This you could be something hours. that we
0: could transition into Twitter. We can, we can yep. have this be. We can follow up. We don't have to wait all next week. You get twelve hours. I you get have until s-
1: ten thirty tomorrow morning
0: we require yeah. a response. Um, I have yeah. been to more than my fair share of concerts and seen a lot of rock and or roll and by far the best guitarist I ever saw was Prince. He was unfucking believable. He's so good. I thought he was faking it. Prince. Like I thought he was just pretending. He was just dancing with a guitar. And he was the actually Ashless just
2: will, will distract you from how good he is. It was
0: distracting. <laughs>
2: You're right. It's like, it's like Slash's top hat. He's like, well, that guy's just a goofball. He can't believe it. <laughs> He's a statue. He has, He's a weird he painting. He out of the church, stands in the desert, and gets everyone frightened. Fuck.
1: One, another thing that was distracting is how he held that cigarette on his lip. Like, the friction of his lip, the mew yep. of his lip. must be. I, it's
0: and he didn't smoke you? it, right? How he couldn't have been. It didn't
1: move. It's not how is it hanging there? It's not in his mouth. It's just like dangling from his lips.
0: So if he wanted was, to actually smoke a cigarette, would he just light one and put it on the other side of his mouth and actually smoke the know. one and leave the other as an ornament? <laughs> a cigarette ornament. I think it ornament. was on
1: like a hook. Yeah.
0: Somehow it was It CGI? was like uh, I think he'd probably used floss and put it around one of his teeth like Maybe the incisor. CGI?
1: And the, Maybe they CGI'd it in
0: there? It was, was never actually a cigarette. It was all just CGI. All green screen. They, they green screened it in there. The tiniest little green screen. It <laughs> oh, no, didn't make any sense. He weirdly was not into smoking, so he refused to even put a cigarette. <laughs> he was just super into effects. He's a health nut. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he just thought it was really artistic. Oh, God. All right, should we start this thing? Should we press record?
1: Or should we... <laughs> I think this might be a good, a we good spot. We can got...
2: talk about sports at all.
1: Nope, we get zero Baseball, sports. Baseball,
2: a little bit steroids.
1: Brandon's never taught. done steroids. I talked about steroids, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's about wondering. Which I don't believe. I've seen you. There's no way you've never done steroids. Oh, yeah.
0: I No, I honestly uh, probably would have done them at some point. I don't give a shit. I mean, they're not like... You know, if you're working out, the the guy doing steroids is a million times healthier than the jackass on the couch watching him on Sunday, you know, eating nachos and wearing his uh, farb jersey or whatever. So I know it's not healthy, but if you're healthy in other ways, I think you could it's probably. All about degrees of
1: healthiness. Sure. What
0: I'm saying is if anybody is ready between the lines, I will take some steroids if you got them. <laughs> I hope that's coming through. <laughs> All right, I've got uh, about an hour, two hours worth of editing to do to see if I can actually make this something salvageable. So why don't we, uh, why don't we press stop and uh, we'll talk about sports next week? S- sorry, everybody. Yeah, the
2: Vikings, Vikings will have
0: started next week, right? Oh, we can um, talk about the Vikes. We gonna do- We're going to probably have to do yeah, a preview right at some point.
1: Training camp preview, preview, preview. preview. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's gonna be ugly. All right, well, until then, um, this has been a Sports fest. Love you. Goodbye. And I do love you, I love you and guys. I mean that, and uh, it's true. I
1: love you. I love all of you. I miss you. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I wanna to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water,